0: Our reading this morning is taken from Matthew chapter 1, and if you'd like to follow in the church Bibles, you'll find it on page 965. And we're reading from verses 18 to 25. So Matthew chapter 1, verses 18 to 25. Jesus, because he will save his people from their sins. All this took place to fulfill what the Lord had said through the prophet. The virgin will conceive and give birth to a son, and they will call him Emmanuel, which means God with us. When Joseph woke up, he did what the angel of the Lord had commanded him, and took Mary home as his wife. But he did not consummate their marriage until she gave birth to a son, and he gave him the name Jesus. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God.
1: Good morning, everyone. Good morning. Let me just uh, move this around a bit here. Bit of furniture removal. There we go. We'll come a bit closer. Shall we pray as we begin? Father God, we do thank you for your word to us. We thank you that you've given it to us and we pray that we would receive it, that we would hunger after it, that it would affect us and change us and shape us into the people you've called us to be. We pray that we will receive Jesus through it. For we ask this in his name. Amen. I wonder how um, courageous you are feeling this morning about Christmas. How courageous are you feeling about Christmas? Some blank faces. A few nodding uh, no's. Um, Nelson Mandela, who was a fairly courageous guy, he said this. He said, I learned that courage was not the absence of fear, but the triumph over it. The brave man is not he who does not feel afraid, but he who conquers that fear. Well, it's easier said than done. I think it's true to say As you hear those words, I wonder how courageous you feel about Christmas. Um, Because the truth is, for many of us, Christmas is full of uh, fears and and difficulties, isn't it? It might be frightened uh, about the family coming, the the in-laws. It might be worried about the travel plans, or it might be the thought of an empty chair at a table there can be real difficulties can't there christmas requires all sorts of of courage for us and this is no more different when we consider the christmas story we know this don't we it's full of of courage it tells us also of our need for courage In fact, the story tells us that you can't be a Christian, actually, unless you have some courage. Or or maybe I'll put it more positively. Um, To let Jesus into your life, to receive him as your own, takes above all courage. We all need that courage. Now, we're introduced here to Joseph. Joseph was an ordinary Jewish man. who who showed us this kind of courage. And I want us to look at three ways in which he shows us courage this morning. And I think these are the same three things that we also need. The first is the, the courage to accept disgrace. The courage to accept disgrace. At the beginning, Joseph is, in a sense, he's trying to avoid that, isn't he? He's trying to avoid disgrace, Um, We heard in the reading, verse 19, because Joseph was a righteous man, did not want to expose her to public disgrace, he had it mind to divorce her quietly. He's thinking, I'll I'll do it it nicely uh, and dignified, without fuss, without any kind of public scene. You know, he's done his GCSE biology, uh, he's done the maths, and he knows it's not his baby. Even if he marries her immediately, people aren't stupid, as I say, they've done the maths. Married January, baby May. How many months have they been married again? And you've got to remember this culture in which this took place. That was a really big no no. And Joseph realized it was inevitable that Mary would have been disgraced, her life was effectively ruined. Teenage pregnant girl with no husband, and no matter what she said about an angel visiting, nothing was going to change that for Joseph to receive Jesus into his life at this point. Think about it like this would mean the disgrace would also come to him, wouldn't it? You see, if he goes ahead and marries her, people would just assume. That they've been, what they've been up to before marriage, which would result, of course, in social disgrace. This is also going to be true of our lives if we have the courage to accept Jesus into our lives. I, I suppose think about it like this: a Christian is someone who knows that they've been rescued from turning away from God, from rebelling against him. They're a person who says, I know him, I know the Lord Jesus, I've accepted him into my life, I know he loves me, and I know I'm going to live forever with him. And when people hear that, in our world and culture, uh, it will sound weird. It will sound strange and arrogant to think that you can know God. It's quite a claim, isn't it, we make as Christians, to know God. People go, really? You see, you, can't, you cannot just accept Jesus into your life unless you're willing, to some degree or other, to accept some kind of disgrace into your life, that people are going to dislike you to some degree. So if we're scared or uh, worried we need to look at Mary and Joseph two teenagers two people who were no doubt illiterate uh, with very little wealth or very little influence or power in their life if we look at them if we look at them they did receive Jesus and in their own ways the disgrace of the world And of course we look and we know what happened to them. We're still talking about them now. See what happens when they had the courage to welcome the news of Jesus into their life. Joseph begins by saying, no, 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 no. No, no, no way. I'm being right, I'm being sensible, I'm being clear-headed. After all, look at what she must have done. I'm doing what's right. And the angel comes along and says, no, 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 you're wrong. Don't be a coward. Don't be afraid to take Mary as the wife. <coughs> Joseph doesn't think it's fear, but the angel comes and says, do not be afraid. He doesn't even realise, I think, that he is being afraid. Do not be afraid. And he's something, saying something similar to us this morning. We do not need to be afraid. We need to be brave and courageous to receive Jesus. So that's the first thing. Um, The second way we need to show courage is, if you think the first one was hard, the second one is to give up our right to self-determination. To give up our rights. Listen to what else the angel says to Joseph. You are to give him the name Jesus. He's saying here, basically, he's saying to Joseph, you don't even get to name the child. Now, we miss this, how big this is, but it's really, really big. He's saying you don't get to name it. You give up that right. <clears throat> Parents have the right to name their children. We know that, don't we, even in our culture. Although it can go wrong. I heard of a man called Russell Sprout. Um, I thought I would give you a seasonal uh, joke. (coughs) But why do parents have the right to name? Well, especially in those days, it wasn't just a label. Uh, It was a, a sign of authority. It was a sign of belonging. Um, you only get to name in a sense what belongs to you it shows that you're in charge or to put it like this it shows that they come under your management yeah in a sense that's how i view my children they come under my management <laughs> for better or worse <laughs> or poor management at times but you get the point um, the angel's basically coming along and saying, um, if you want to receive this child into your life, this child doesn't come under your management, Joseph. Okay? Uh, instead, you will come under his management. That's a great reversal, isn't it? He will name you rather than the other way around. You think about it like this. I, I, I find that people... <clears throat> that are thinking about becoming Christians, and maybe you're in this position here uh, this morning, when they're thinking about becoming Christians, they'll often say things like, uh, if, I receive, if I receive Christ, will I be able to do X or Y? Will I be able to do this or that? Or live this way or live that way? But what you need to see in that statement Jesus Christ comes to you and says, in effect, you have no idea what I'm going to ask you to do or be. What I'm going to tell you what you need to do and be. The point is, uh, you have to say to Jesus, whatever you tell me to do and to be. Because he's the king, isn't he? He is the Messiah who's come. He's the Lord of all. When we say, will he let me do this or will he let me do that, I won't become a Christian if he doesn't let me do this or that. You're basically trying to name him. You're basically trying to get him to come under your management rather than letting him manage you. How could we possibly know uh, who we are and what he wants us to do until he comes into our lives, until we've received him? How could we know? How can we set conditions and say, well, I'm not going to become a Christian unless he lets me do this or that? How do you know you should be doing this or that? Whatever he has in store for you, it's going to be good. It's going to be the most extraordinary adventure of your lifetime but you can't come with preconditions saying that I have these rights and of course that's pretty scary isn't it that requires a lot of courage to do that to give up your rights for self-determination to take your hands off the steering wheel takes a lot of courage doesn't it Uh, in fact That's probably not a great analogy, because if you did that, you would crash. But you get the point. But be brave. Jesus Christ comes into your life as a saviour. But he doesn't just come as a saviour, he comes as Lord. And that's about management, isn't it? As about authority, perfect, good authority, to tell us how to live and and how to be, and actually has the very best for us, for our own human flourishing. He gets to name you, not the other way around. So we need courage for that kind of adventure. Thirdly, we need the courage to admit our need. Um, it's there, isn't it, that the courage to admit our need is there, isn't it, in verse 21... Um, The angel says to Joseph, you are to give him the name Jesus, we've said that, because he will save his people from their sin. So if you think the first two bits were were scary, the last bit, maybe in a sense, is scarier still. You can't be a Christian if you say, Jesus, come and help me to to be what I want to be. You can't be a Christian like that, can you? Um, Just come and give me some tidbits and some advice on how I should live to reach my own goals, a kind of self-help advice centre. Now, the courage we need this morning is to admit. We all need to admit. And actually, that's what we've done through the confession, is that we admit that we are helpless sinners that can't save ourselves, that we cannot live the life that we should live without Jesus. Do we have the courage to admit our need of a saviour? Not just to be helped a little bit in this life, to give a hand, a help up, but rescued because we're sinners. Are we brave enough to say that? Courage. Courage to accept the disgrace, firstly. Courage to accept... Um, giving up the right to our, our self-determination, and courage to admit our need. You might sit here at the soil and say, well, that sounds, that sounds just so hard and so, so difficult. And so, also, it sounds quite lowly and, and, and base and, and sort of terribly weak thing for us to do. But the truth, the truth is it's not. It takes great courage. It actually takes greater courage than most of us have. And that's why we need one more thing. Verse 24, when Joseph woke up, he did what the angel of the Lord had commanded him. And he took Mary home as his wife. So he took Mary. He he did what the Lord commanded. And that night, Joseph woke up. Something must have snapped, didn't it, in his life, inside him. He did the exact opposite. He did the exact opposite of what he was supposed to do. Who did he actually act like? He acted just like Jesus did, actually, in his life. Now listen to this carefully. Joseph could have escaped, couldn't he? He could have slipped off quietly into the night on his own. But he voluntarily identified with Mary He He voluntarily identified with Mary so that her weakness and disgrace became his. If he hadn't done that, what would have happened to Mary? She may have even at worst be killed and certainly um, lived a life of poverty as a single mum. The only way her to be saved was for Joseph to give up his life for her. Just as Jesus would eventually give up his life for us all. To have the courage to be a Christian, you have to see that. Like Mary, we're we're actually all weak, uh, inevitably, unavoidably, vulnerable, vulnerable. And that Jesus came to be with us, to save us, Emmanuel. Because Jesus did not have to come. He didn't have to come, did he? But he he did. He wasn't coerced, he wasn't forced. It was his choice. He came and he laid his glory down. He didn't have to do it. And in a sense, we're like Mary. We're, we're in our weakness and our vulnerability. And the only way we could be saved is if Jesus and did what Joseph did, but obviously in a bigger scale. Jesus identified with us. Jesus identified with your and my disgrace. He took upon himself our shame. And he laid down his life to the point of death on a cross for each one of us. That's the extent of his love for us. And if we look at him, the way Joseph looked at Mary losing her life for him, and he was able to lose his life for her. If you look at Jesus losing his life for you, you'll have the courage you'll have the courage to face the disgrace, to give up your self-determination and to admit your need for the forgiveness of sins. But of course, in a way, you're not gi- really giving up your life to, in, the sense, in, in another sense, because Jesus will give you back so much more. He's giving you life, isn't he? He's giving you new life. He's giving you much more than you ever lost. If you become a Christian, you'll look at anybody around you that's hurting, the poor, the broken-hearted, the weird, the strange, and you'll never look at them again the same way. Because you'll say, well, I'm just like, just like one of them. If you're, in a sense... If you, in a sense, see you're like, you're like a single woman who's pregnant and you're tempted to be ashamed, remember, who do you think the mother of God was? To a single, pregnant, unwedded unwed, unwed teenage mum. Because this is the God who says to each of us, I don't care what you are and what you have done in the past if your heart condemns you and tells you of a guilt within, I know this, that I am greater than your heart. In Jesus Christ, he says to each of us, you are beautiful to me. So friends, don't be afraid to take Jesus this Christmas. That's the message. Don't be afraid to take Jesus this Christmas. Have the courage. He is Emmanuel. God with us. Maybe you're here thinking I've not really understood a word that you said, Eddie. (laughs) That's okay. Um, But you'd like to know more. Well, can I really encourage you to come on uh, Christmas Unplugged? No, Unpacked not on a Tuesday, on a Thursday, for four weeks. That bit was right. <laughs> Come and taste and find out more about Jesus Christ. Or maybe you're ready and you're ready to receive Jesus, even today, that you've heard God speaking to you this morning through his word. And you've actually never, you've sat there and you've never had the courage to receive him. Well, you can do that now. And perhaps for some of us who've been Christians many years, we still struggle with courage to accept the disgrace, to give up our self-determination and to admit our need of a saviour. Let's use this time just as we close to come to him and to receive him this Christmas. Let's pray. God, our Father, thank you so much for your word. Father, we, we pray uh, that if there's anyone here this morning who has not received Jesus, but would like to receive him now, that you would do business with them now, Father, we thank you that Jesus came into this world for us, to be God with us, Emmanuel. Father, give us the courage to accept the shame, to give up our rights to self-determination, and to admit our need of your Son, Jesus. And whether we do that for the first time today, Lord, or whether we do that every day from now, we pray that you'll help us to see Jesus, God with us, Emmanuel. Amen.